0: talking about one of my favorite women of all time, Grace Kelly. My favorite quote she's ever said was, getting angry doesn't solve anything. All right, so let's go. So Grace Kelly was born November 12th, 1929, Grace Patricia Kelly in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to an affluent and influential family. Her father had already won three Olympic gold medals in schooling, was a Democratic nominee for mayor of Philadelphia but lost, and was appointed the National Director of Physical Fitness by Theodore Roosevelt, and her mother was a PE teacher at University of Pennsylvania. The whole family was Catholic, and she went to Catholic girls' schools growing up, and she modeled for charity fashion shows, and excelled in dance and drama programs. So, she decided to be an actress despite her parents' enormous amount of disapproval, even though her, both of her uncles are in the film industry. To start her career, she auditioned for the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York using a scene from her uncle George's, George Kelly's The Torchbearers in 1923. Although the school had already met its Semester quota, she obtained an interview with the admissions department and was admitted through George's influence. Kelly worked diligently and practiced her speech by using a tape recorder. Her early acting pursuits led her to the stage, and she made her Broadway debut in Strindberg's The Father alongside Raymond Massey. At 19, her graduation performance was as Tracy Lord in The the Philadelphia Story, and George would continue to advise and mentor Kelly throughout her acting career. Television producer Delbert Mann cast Kelly as Bethel Meridae in an adaptation of the Sinclair Lewis novel of the same name. This was her first of nearly 60 live television performances, and as a theater personality she was mentioned in Theatre World magazine as a most promising personality of the Broadway stage of 1950. Some of her well-known works as a theater actress were The Father, The Rockingham Tea Set, The Apple Tree, The Mirror of Delusion, and Episode, among others. Impressed by her work in The Father, Henry Hathaway, director of the 20th Century Fox film, 14 Hours, offered her a small role in the film. Kelly had a minor role opposite Paul Paul Douglas, Richard Basehart, and Barbara Belgades as a young woman contemplating divorce. Kelly's co-star, Ball Douglas, commented of her acting on the film, In two senses, she did not have a bad side, you could film her from any angle, and she was one of the most untemperamental, cooperative people in the business. Following the release of this film, the Grace Kelly fan club was established, gaining popularity across the country, with local chapters springing up and attracting many members. Kelly referred to her fan club as, terrifically amusing. Kelly was noticed during a visit to the set of 14 Hours by Gary Cooper, who was charmed by her and later stated that she had been, different from all these sex balls we've been seeing so much of. However, Kelly's performance in 14 Hours went largely unnoticed by critics and did not contribute to her film career's momentum. She continued her work in the theater and on television, although she lacked vocal horsepower and it was regarded she would likely not have a length, lengthy stage career. Grace was performing in Colorado's Elitch Gardens when producer Stanley Kramer offered her a role co-starring opposite Cooper in Fred Cinnamon's High Noon, a western set in Columbia, California. She accepted the role, and the film was shot in late summer and early fall of 1951 over a 28-day shooting schedule in hot-weather conditions. She was cast as, and I quote, a young Quaker bride to Gary Cooper's stoic marshal, and wore a suitably demure, vaguely Victorian dress alongside Cooper, who was 28 years her senior. The movie was released in the summer of 1952, High Noon garnered four Academy Awards and has since been ranked among the best films of all time. Despite this, biographer H. Holland states Miss Kelly's acting did not excite the critics or live up to her own expectations. Some critics scoffed at the conclusion of the film, in which Cooper's character has to be saved by graces. One critic argued that her pacifist character killing a man who was about to shoot her husband was cold and abstract. Alfred Hitchcock described her performance as rather mousy and stated that it lacked animation. He said that it was only in her later films that she really blossomed and showed her true star quality. After filming High Noon, Grace returned to New York and took private acting lessons keen to be taken seriously as an actress. She performed in a few dramas in the theater and in TV serials. She appeared in several television plays and screen-tested for the film Taxi in the spring of 1952. Director John Ford noticed Kelly in the screen test and his studio flew her out to Los Angeles to audition in September 1952. Ford said that Kelly showed breeding, quality, and class. She was given the role along with a seven-year contract at the relatively low salary of $850 a week. Kelly signed the deal under two conditions. First, that one out of every two years she had time off to work in the theater and second that she be able to live in new york city at her residence in manhattan house at 200 e 66th street now a landmark in november 1952 kelly and the cast arrived in nairobi to begin the production of the film Mogambo, replacing Jean Tierney, who dropped out at the last minute due to personal issues kelly later told the hollywood columnist head of hopper Mogambo had three things that interested me, John Ford, Clark Gable, and a trip to Africa with expenses paid. If Mogambo had been made in Arizona, I wouldn't have done it. Kelly plays Linda Nordley, a contemplative English wife with a romantic interest in Clark Gable's character. Filming took place over the course of three months. The costumes, designed by Helen Rose, were safari-style, with no feminine-looking outfits used. A break in the filming schedule afforded her and Mogambo co-star Ava Gardner, a visit to Rome. The film was released in 1953 and had a successful run at the box office. Kelly was nominated for a Glo- Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actress and received her first Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress for her performance. After the success of Mogambo, Kelly starred in the television play The Way of an Angle with Jean-Pierre Armand before being cast in the film adaptation of Frederick Knotts' Broadway hit Dial M for Murder, opposite Ray Milland and Robert Cummings. In this film, Kelly plays the role of the wealthy wife of a retired professional tennis player. Director Alfred Hitchcock, who had also seen her during her taxi screen test, would become one of Kelly's mentors during the last years of her career, which was subsequently loaned by MGM to work across several Hitchcock films which would become some of her most critically acclaimed and recognized work. Kelly unhesitatingly turned down the opportunity to star along Marlon Brando in On the Waterfront. Ava Ava Marie Saint, who replaced her, went on to win an Academy Award for the role, and instead she committed to the role of Lisa Fremont in Rear Window. Grace stated, all through the making of Dial-In for Murder, he, Hitchcock, sat and talked to me about the rear window all the time, even before we discussed my being in it. Kelly's co-star, Jane Stewart, was highly enthusiastic about working with her. The role of Lisa Fremont, a wealthy Manhattan socialite and fashion model who never wore the same dress twice, was unlike any of the previous women she had played. This marked her first performance as independent career woman. As a result of her performance in The Country Girl, Kelly was nominated for and ultimately won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Her her acceptance speech was brief. The thrill of this moment keeps me from saying what I really feel. I can only say thank you with all my heart to all who made this possible for me. Thank you. Her main competitor was Julie Judy Garland for her performance in A Star Is Born. After receiving the Oscar nomination, Kelly won the New York Film Critics Circle Award for Best Actress for her performance performances in her three big movie roles of 1954, Rear Window, Dial-In for Murder, and The Country Girl. Kelly headed the U.S. delegation at the Keynes Film Festival in April 1955. While there, she was invited to participate in a photo session with Prince Rainier III, the sovereign of the Principality of Monaco, at the Prince's Palace about 55 kilometers away from Keynes. After a series of delays and complications, she met him at the Prince's Palace of Monaco on May 6, 1955. After a year-long courtship described as containing a good deal of rational appraisal on both sides, Prince Rainier married Kelly in 1956. The Napoleonic Code of Monaco and the laws of the Catholic Church necessitated two two ceremonies, both a civil ceremony and a religious ceremony. The 16-minute civil survey ceremony took place in the Palace Throne Room of Monaco on April 18, 1956, and a reception later in the day was attended by 3,000 Monegasque citizens. To cap the ceremony, the 142 official titles that she acquired in the Union, counterparts of her husbands, were formally recited. The following day, the church ceremony took place at Monaco's St. Nicholas Cathedral, Presided over by Bishop Gilles Barth. The wedding was estimated to have been watched by over 30 million viewers on live television and was described by biographer Robert Lacey as the first modern event to generate media overkill. Her wedding dress, designed by MGM's Academy Award-winning Helen Rose, was worked on for six weeks by three dozen seamstresses. The prince and princess left that night for their seven-week Mediterranean honeymoon cruise on his yacht, De Juvante II. Princess Grace gave birth to the couple's first child, Princess Caroline, on January 23, 1957. Their next child and heir to the throne, Prince Albert, was born March 14, 1958. Their youngest, Princess Stephanie, was born February 1, 1965. During her marriage, Grace was unable to continue her acting career. Instead, she performed her daily duties as princess and became involved in philanthropic work. As princess consort, she became the patron of Red Cross of Monaco and Rainbow Coalition Children, an orphanage run by Josephine Baker. She hosted an annual Christmas celebration with presents for orphan children in Monaco. The princess also served as president of the Garden Club of Monaco and president of the Organizing Committee of the International Arts Foundation. Grace founded AMADE Mondial, Mondial something like that <laughs> a monaco-based nonprofit organization recognized by the u.n after witnessing the plight of vietnamese children in 1963 according to the unesco's website it made promotes and protects the moral and physical integrity and spiritual well-being of children throughout the world without distinction of race nationality or religion and in a spirit of complete political independence the organization currently has cooperative branches across Europe, Asia, South America, and Africa, and retains consultative status with UNICEF, UNESCO, and the United Nations Economic and Social Council, as well as participate, participative status with the Council of Europe. Princess Grace was active in improving the arts institutions of Monaco forming the Princess Grace Foundation in 1964 to support local artisans. In 1975, Grace helped found the Princess Grace Academy, the resident school of the Monte Carlo Ballet. She later advocated to preserve the Belle Epoque-era architecture of the Principality. Grace hosted a yearly American Week in Monaco, where guests would play baseball and eat ice cream. The palace also celebrated American Thanksgiving annually. In 1965, she accepted the invitation to be an honorary member of La Leche La Leche League, a worldwide mother-to-mother support group that focuses on mothering through, be- through breastfeeding. She was a speaker at their 1971 conference in Chicago addressing 1,400 mothers, 800 fathers, and 800 babies. Grace was a known advocate of breastfeeding and successfully fed her three children. Hitchcock offered Princess Grace the lead in his film, Marnie, in 1962, She was eager, but a public outcry in Monaco against her involvement in a film where she would play a kleptomaniac made her reconsider and ultimately reject the project. Director Herbert Ross tried to interest her in a part in his film, The Turning Point 1977, but Rainier dismissed the idea. Later that year, she returned to the arts in the series of poetry readings on stage and narration of the documentary, The Children of Theater Street. She also narrated ABC's made-for-television film, The Poppy is Also a Flower. She joined the board of the 20th Century Fox Film Corporation in 1976, becoming one of its first female members. In 1980, Princess Grace published My Book of Flowers with Gwen Robbins, detailing her sense of floral aesthetics, symbolism, and flower pressing. Grace and Rainier, Rainier worked together in a 33-minute independent film called Rearranged in 1979, which received interest from ABC TV executives in 1982 after premiering in Monaco on the condition that it be extended to an hour. Before more scenes could be shot, Grace died though, and the film was never released or shown publicly again. On September 13, 1982, Grace was driving back from Monaco from her country home in boca Gale when she had a stroke. As a result, she lost control of her 1971 rover P6 3500 and drove off the steep, winding road and down the 120-foot mountainside. Her daughter Stephanie, who was in the passenger seat, tried but failed to regain control of the car. The princess was taken to the Monaco Hospital, later named the Princess Grace Hospital Center, with injuries to the brain and thorax and a fractured femur. She died the following night at 10.55 p.m. after Rainier decided to turn her off life support. Stephanie suffered a a light concussion and hairline fracture of a cervical vertebrae, but was unable to attend her mother's funeral. Princess Grace's funeral was held at the Cathedral of Our Lady Immaculate in Monacoville on September 18, 1982, after a we- requiem mass, she was buried in the Grimaldi family vault. Over 400 people attended, including Carrie Grant, Nancy Reagan, Danielle Mitterrand, Diana Princess of Wales, and Empress Farah of, I- of Iran. Rainier, who did not remarry, was buried alongside her after his death in 2005. Grace left a lasting legacy as a theater artist, television actress, and iconic Hollywood film star. Kelly has been cited as one of the classic Hitchcock blondes and as one of the most elegant women in cinematic and world history. One author describes her as the elegant glamour girl of the screen. Grace Kelly appeared on the cover of January 31st, 31st, 1955, issue of the weekly magazine Time, the magazine hailed her as the top movie star who brought about about a startling change from the run of smoky film Sirens and Bumptious Cuties. She was described as the girl in white gloves because she wore prim and noticeable white gloves, and journalists often called her the Lady or Miss Kelly for this reason. In appreciation of her work with Hitchcock and three of his films, Kelly later wrote a foreword to the book The Art of Alfred Hitchcock by Donald Spoto. Spoto has also written High Society, The Life of Grace Kelly, a biography published 25 years after her death. In 1982, the Princess Grace Foundation USA was established by her husband to continue the work she had done anonymously during her lifetime, assisting emerging theater, dance, and film artists in America incorporated in 1982 pgf usa is headquartered in new york and is a tax-absent not-for-profit publicly supported organization the princess grace awards a program of the princess grace foundation usa has awarded nearly 800 artists at more than 100 institutions in the u.s with more than 15 million dollars to date the foundation also says it holds the exclusive rights and facilitates the licensing of her name and likeness throughout the Her daughter, Princess Caroline, took over as president for both Foundation and AMADE Mondial after her death, with Prince Albert as vice president. The original Monaco branch of her foundation, named Foundation Princess Grace, remains active and continues to provide direct aid to students and children within the Monaco and France regions. In 1955, Kelly was photographed by Howell Conant in Jamaica. He photographed her without makeup in a naturalistic setting, a departure from the traditional portrayal of actresses. The resulting photos were published by Colliers, with a celebrated photo of her rising from the water with wet hair making the cover. Following her marriage, Conant was the unofficial photographer to the House of Grimaldi and extensively photographed her, Rainier, and their three children. In 1992, Conant published Grace, a book of photographs that he took during her 26-year tenure as Princess of Monaco. Princess Grace has been depicted by many pop artists, including Andy Warhol and James Gill. Warhol made a portrait of her for the Institute of Contemporary Art Philadelphia as a limited edition silkscreen in 1984. In 2012, Grace's childhood home was made a Pennsylvania historic landmark and a historical marker was placed on the site. The home, located at 3901 Henry Avenue in the East Falls section of Philadelphia, was built by her father, John P. Kelly, Sr. in 1929. Grace lived in in the home until 1950, and Prince Rainier proposed to her there in 1955. The Kelly family sold the property in 1974, and Prince Albert of Monaco purchased the property, speculating that the home would be used either as a museum space or as offices for the Princess Grace Foundation. While pregnant with her daughter Caroline in 1956, Princess Grace was frequently photographed clutching a distinctive leather handbag manufactured by Hermes. The purse, or a sock de... Sock? Hold on, this one's French. Sock de poche, I think, was likely a shield to prevent her pregnant abdomen from being exposed to the prying eyes of the paparazzi. The photographs, however, popularized the... Purse and became so closely associated with the fashion icon that it would thereafter be known as the Kelly Bag. Grace was inaugurated into the International Best Dressed List Hall of Fame in 1960 and in 1955, the Custom-Tailored Guild of America listed her as the Best Tailored Woman. Numerous exhibitions have been held of Kelly's life and clothing. The Philadelphia Museum of Art presented her wedding dress in a 2006 exhibition to mark the 50th anniversary of her marriage and a retrospective of her wardrobe was held at London's Victoria and Albert Museum in 2010. The V&A exhibition continued in Australia at the Bendigo Art Gallery in 2012. This famous dress seen around the world took 35 tailors six weeks to complete. An exhibition of her life as Princess of Monaco was held at the Ekaterina Cultural Foundation in Moscow in 2008 in conjunction with Monaco's Grimaldi Forum. In 2009, a plaque was placed on the Rodeo Dry Walk of Style in recognition of her contributions to style and fashion. After her death, Grace's legacy as a fashion icon lived on. Modern designers such as Tommy Hilfiger and Zach Posen have cited her as fashion inspirations. During her life, she was known as fresh-faced, one look that involved bright skin and natural beauty with little makeup. Her fashion legacy was even commemorated at the Victoria and Albert Museum of Fashion, where an exhibit titled Grace Kelly Style Icon paid tribute to her impact on the world of fashion. The The exhibit included 50 of her legendary ensembles, and she is remembered for her college girl everyday fashion defined by her pull together yet simple look. In 2016, Forbes included her on the list of Top 10 fashion icons and trends that made them famous. A rose garden in Monaco's Fontvieille district is dedicated to the memory of grace. It was opened in 1984 by Rainier. A hybrid tea rose named Rosa, Princess de Monaco, was named after her. She is commemorated in a statue by Keys for Cod in the garden, which features 4,000 roses. Prince Rainier also established the Princess Grace Irish Library in her memory, containing her personal collection of over 9,000 books and sheet music. Avenue Princess of Grace, the most expensive street in the world, is named for her, as is Boulevard Princess, Princess Grace de Monaco in Nice, France. In 2007, Monaco hosted the international scale exhibit of, in honor of Princess Grace named the Grace Kelly Years Princess of Monaco containing letters, personal belongings, fashion accessories, and sound recordings on display. Le Ballet de Monte Carlo was established in 1985 in accordance to the wishes of Princess Grace, with its first performance taking place on t- December 21st. In 2019, the government of Monaco released three designs of com- commemorative postage stamps, each depicting a different phrase of her life, to mark the 90th anniversary of her birth. In 2003... The Henley Royal Regatta named, renamed the Women's Quadruple Skulls the Princess Grace Challenge Cup. The Henley stewards invited her to present the, pre, the prizes at the 1981 Regatta, expiating the will, ill will from her father's falling foul of amateur, amateurism rules in 1920. Prince Albert presented the prizes at the 2004 Regatta. Various hotels, including Hotel Belair, the Ritz-Carlton Hotel de la Paix, the Intercontinental Carlton Con Hotel, and the Shelbourne Hotel, established suites inspired by her life and likeness. And that's Grace Kelly! Alright, see you guys next time. Bye!